The Toolshed is a mission-driven, education-based sex toy store located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. More than your typical adult store, the Toolshed provides quality, body-safe products that enhance the sexual lives and relationships of their customers, and they do it all in a comfortable, compassionate, and welcoming atmosphere. Not located near Milwaukee? That's okay. The Toolshed's online shop at www.toolshedtoys.com serves customers all over the world. The Toolshed strives to be the source for accurate, up-to-date information about sexual health and pleasure. Their store is staffed by sexual educators who are invested in providing sex-positive and inclusive support to their customers throughout their lifespan, no matter where they're from. The Toolshed stocks a large selection of products made from body-safe materials. They have sex toys for folks of all genders, orientations, and inclinations, including gear for strap-on play, vibrators to stimulate a variety of body parts, BDSM gear, kink supplies, and much more. The Toolshed is also proud to offer a large inventory of gender expression supplies like binders, soft packers, shaping underwear, and breast forms. Last but not least, the Toolshed stocks lots of great books on topics like ethical non-monogamy, how to negotiate consent, kinky play, sexual pleasure, sexual health, and so much more. They've got over 500 different titles in stock at their Milwaukee location and host a regular monthly book club too. Every day, the Toolshed staff answers questions about products, pleasure, health, and relationships, all without shame or stigma. The Toolshed also offers in-person and online private consultations for people who have in-depth questions about any of those things, as well as other subjects like communication and relationships, establishing healthy boundaries, fertility basics, alternative menstrual products, and other topics folks deal with every day as sexual beings. You can visit the Toolshed in person at 2427 North Murray Avenue in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or you can check out our online store at www.toolshedtoys.com. From now through the end of 2019, you can use promo code POLY2019, P-O-L-Y-2019, at checkout for 10% off your next purchase. Thanks. Hi there, and welcome to Polyamory Uncensored, a podcast where we, your hosts, Lindsay Miller and Katie Williams, interview a poly person each episode, and we try to answer the five points of journalism. Who, what, when, where, and why, as it pertains to our poly lives. You're listening to episode 34, where we chat with each other. Stay tuned as we delve into the good, the bad, the ugly, and the just plain complicated truths about this poly podcast and our poly lives. So this is a special episode because we are celebrating one year of Polyamory Woo! Uncensored. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yes, we started this in November of 2018. And uh, yeah, and it's been quite the year. I feel like I've learned a lot about podcasting and about people and about Absolutely. talking. <laughs> All of those things and so much about the different ways that people do poly and the way that people's journeys evolved and people with crazy backgrounds from early life and yeah and how different polyamory can be and and we're going to talk about that today a little bit so um i wanted to start things off by asking if you had a favorite episode or moment in uh this past year of podcasting there were so many great moments it's really hard to pick a favorite but i will tell you the one that comes back into my mind and makes me laugh every time was a very early one when Tristan came up and it was so warm up here. And Tristan was our first very warm polypodcaster where there the pantsless polypodcast. Yes. 
immediately he was like it's too warm up here i need to take some clothes off we we're like that's fine right because do it. Feel we free. often also <laughs> take off layers although we have i think always left our pants on but you know yeah. so far yeah you never know what might happen in the future <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty fun moment. Uh, I I have to say that the episode that I've gone back and listened to the most is probably episode 20 with Jen. We had had a lot of wine that night and <laughs> the episode was about sex. Yeah. So it was just fun. And actually, when people ask about the podcast, I go, hey, uh, listen to episode 20. That's the most fun. <laughs> so that was my that favorite was episode. That was a really mm-hmm. fun episode. Absolutely. So the other thing that we talked about is whether there are things that we have learned doing this uh, podcast. And... You know, I want to throw that out to you first. Well, I think the greatest challenge that I've had is that I had no prior knowledge of, of recording. And so the thing that I've learned the most, other than, you know, like, other than the content that we've actually, that we actually cover, I learned how to record a podcast, how to edit audio. And now I feel pretty... Fr- I feel pretty good about it. Uh, our podcast studio has gone from a tablet and a, you know, I think, two small microphones to an entire little room where we have multiple microphones, headphones, recording equipment, um, a soundboard. Sound, sound deafening or sound, sound mute, muting. I don't know what the sound absorbing. Padding, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's grown and it's still in the process of growing and getting better every day. So And then I, I actually listened to an episode like episode three or four recently and I was like, oh no, we sounded... Like we were in a tin can. And I mean, granted, I feel like everyone's first couple episodes sound a little bit shaky. Um, but yeah, it's gotten considerably better. So I'm very, very happy about that. And I'm very happy of this new talent that I have now that I can actually edit audio. <laughs> that has actually been really cool. And um, I've really enjoyed how almost every like other Every other time we record, I walk in and there's some new element and Rob is like, I have this new thing and here's how it's going to be and it's going to be amazing. And he's right. Mm -hmm. And um, I really appreciate how much work the two of you have put into this. Like, I just show up and have (laughs) these really fun conversations Mm -hmm. and you guys have put so much time and energy and effort and money and everything into this and I just really like thank you guys both so very much for that well I'm I'm glad Rob is into it because I really probably would have just recorded it on my phone <laughs> you know I'm mean, like this is fine so but Rob is he's very serious about it so he's uh so he's done a lot and and taught me how to do a lot so yeah that's probably the biggest learning curve that I had where I came into this knowing absolutely nothing about making a podcast and now I feel pretty good about it in fact to the point where other people are coming to me and asking me questions about like how do I start a podcast? I'm like, oh, am I am I the you're person a, to talk to now? You're like, a person oh, who people okay, know, yeah. who knows how to do that thing. Yeah. So that's I am not that person out of this. Like, <laughs> I just show up and I watch you guys, you know, mess around with some equipment and the computer, and I'm like, that looks complicated. I'm so especially glad when I'm it's not, not working. That. But yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> it's just click a button. Cool. We're right. good. We're good to go. But I know so, there's a lot more of it after I leave that you, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, edit. The and- editing. Although it's getting easier. Like, I feel like the the longer we have been recording and doing episodes, the less, uh, as I say, uh, the, less, the uh. less ums and uhs and things that I say. And, and then sometimes I know that the last episode with Kat Stark, they are also a podcaster. And uh, it was um, really easy to edit that episode because they knew, you know, they just spoke really well, so sometimes. So it's it's very uh, interviewee in, uh, 
dependent on on how much editing I have to do or if they're sitting really far away from the mic or you know things like that but every time a mistake happens like they're sitting five feet away from the mic and somehow I don't realize that while we're recording I make it better for the next time so well that's very cool and I appreciate all the behind the scenes hard work (laughs) that you do that people hear but they don't even know they're hearing right yeah I'm just trying to make it look seem seamless so what are some things that you've learned over the past year um it's been really fun to get to know so many people in the community and to learn so much about how people got to where they are and how poly works in their lives. I don't know that there's a specific thing that I can point to that I've learned in that sense, but just really coming to appreciate in a more rich way the amazing diversity of our community and the ways that people get to wherever they are and the hurdles that people have gone through in a lot of cases. Yeah, I think that one of the things I was surprised by when doing this was the feedback we'd get from people because I don't know why I just assumed people would maybe listen to the podcast, maybe not, and um, and just kind of be like, that's nice. Or... I don't care about that. So I'm going to skip that episode or whatever. But we have like dedicated listeners that listen to every episode, regardless of the topic. And we get a lot of feedback of, wow, that was a really good episode. Wow, I learned a lot. And I, I don't know, I think every time I get a comment like that, I'm like, oh, people are listening to us. It's so weird. Why? Why are you doing this? I I don't know. I don't know why. (laughs) I think that's imposter syndrome or something like that, where you're like, why? Why do you care? But um, I, yeah. Other than the people who you would sort of hope would listen in that right. supportive like I love you and of course I'm listening to your thing right right our partners yeah, yeah. or <laughs> our good friends yeah I'm like yeah you you should listen to it but no I, it's complete strangers or you should at least pretend to listen to it and I yeah, yeah right. and actually was at an event last night and somebody came up to me and was like I really love your podcast and I was like what that has been That's the insane. most crazy thing for me um I guess one of the things I've learned is how recognizable my voice is. Mm, yeah. And, you know, as I do this under a name that is not my actual name, um, the number of people who have come up to me and be like, oh, my God, you're Katie Williams, or, <laughs> yeah. you know, some variation of that has been absolutely mind-blowing mm-hmm. and cool and a little weird, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, in a good way. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I'm very vocal about where I work. And uh, and so sometimes a customer will come in and be like, hey, I like your podcast. And I'm like, how do you know that I'm me? You know, like I didn't introduce myself as Lindsay to you while I was, you know, you're shopping for lube. And they're like, oh, well, you say you work at the tool shed. And then I just had to hear your voice for a little while. And I knew it was you. And I was like, oh, right. Cool. Weird. But interesting. I'm glad yeah, you like say it. You have a very distinctive look, but that's not clear on the podcast. But nobody would know that, yeah. Unless they follow us on Instagram. We should take a picture. <laughs> we should. We should have a, a year out of We both dressed up for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing sweatpants, like, basically. Schlub. <laughs> like, we don't always dress up for it, but usually you know we what? don't look as schlubby as we do Maybe today. Maybe if you have a really nice picture, and I have one from last night from the anniversary party, we'll just I'll just make it. There pretend it. I'll pretend, yeah. <laughs> so what are some topics that uh, you would like to chat about in the future? I feel like we've covered so many things i mean 34 episodes worth of content now and but i feel like we still have this list we have like a master list of topics to go from and we've kind it's like the tip of the iceberg we still have so much but is there anything in particular that you hope to do in the next year 
I would love for us to interview someone who was um, in a monopoly relationship as the monogamous person. Mm -hmm. I would love for us to interview more people of color. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love for us to interview some more trans or non-binary folks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think there's we've got a great diversity of points of view, um, but we could make it even better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So those are some of the things I'd like to see. In terms of topics, I think we should do some more sex episodes because that <laughs> yes. one was really fun. <laughs> and there's certainly always more to say on that topic, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to see us maybe tackle some more kind of hard topics. Like mm -hmm. we've had some, um, but I think maybe talking more about abuse, more about breakups and, you know, how do you deal with the way that a community might respond yeah. to, you know, when you are in an enmeshed community like we are. I'm reading the book Ask, Building Consent Culture right now. Um, it's an anthology edited by Kitty Stryker. I highly recommend it. And it is giving me so many ideas. Like, And honestly, um, many of the articles, because they're kind of all written by queer folks, poly folks, people in the sex industry, a lot of them talk about polyamorous communities and, and consent culture and how they relate. And I, I cannot wait to delve into that with someone who is very brave and wants to talk about consent with us because it's a tricky subject and it's very I don't know it's it's actually it's a very simple subject but it's it's kind of steeped fraught. in so much yes 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 I agree I think that I think that getting into some harder topics one of the ones that I really want to get into one day and I have someone in mind but that may or may not happen is um, STIs and the stigma around having a positive test result or getting tested, you know, what right other people have, even like metamors to your test results. Those are really like important things that yeah. come up in the community. And I think a lot of people think it's like assumed that you just like have to be out about all of your medical records. And it's like, no, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to talk about there. So there is a lot to talk about there. And, you know, there's sort of an assumption, I think, around well, obviously, you disclose information to the person to the to the comfort level of the least comfortable person, mm -hmm. and you know, is that really a best practice, or how do you address those persons that person's concerns and respect people's privacy? Yeah, and those where are... is the line between like we should be out and not ashamed of anything, but also people are allowed privacy, and you know, like yeah, it's it's so interesting. So I think that that would be a really great episode, and I have a couple people in mind for future episodes, but is there anyone that you would like to talk to or, or would like to interview? I mean, I have like famous people that I think maybe at some point I, I would be like, I really want to interview Cunning Minx. And I mean, as that a, as a cool. person who's a, friend, a Facebook friend of her, I hope that one day I could just be like, hey, Cunning Minx, want to be on my podcast? It's right. really cool. You would be really cool. So I, I, might, I might contact her one day. Um, I want to uh, interview a couple people who are a little bit bigger in the sex education community, um, Those whether they're poly really or not, cool. you know? Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I don't have a specific <laughs> celebrity crush type of uh, interview in mind. Not to say that you have a crush on Connie Minx, I have no idea, but just, you know, that kind Super of like cute. admiration vibe. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, that would Dan be Savage. really cool. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be hilarious. That'd be really interesting. He's poly or he's monogamish. He's monogamish, like yeah, that. I think. Yeah. Special mm -hmm. guest stars from what he talks about yes 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 um, but that Maybe would be day. interesting mm -hmm. that would be interesting um i definitely know people in common with him so we mm. might be able to mm -hmm. 
find some connections that way. I think our, our swinger friends from Chicago, uh, Dylan Thomas, Cooper Beckett, I think that they might be willing to come on the podcast one day. So I don't think it would take much, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that especially if our, our uh, topic was something related around like sex or swinging or something fun. Um, I bet that would be, uh, we could do another swally, uh, swally. (laughs) They hate that so much though. Yeah. They hate that word. It's a horrible word, but it's also a funny word, which Mm -hmm. is why Mm -hmm. I used it. But Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to have a, you know, what is the spectrum of poly and swinging and how do we navigate it and all of that. And I know they like to talk on their own podcast about their exciting vacation that is, I think, just wrapping up as we're recording. Uh, But that would be fun to hear about, too. Desire. Yes. And are we going this year? We're going in 2020? I really want to. I really want to. If you go, we'll record a couple episodes. Oh, my God. That'd be so fun. (laughs) Because I'm going. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Think about it. I am so... Oh, believe me, I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Believe me, I'm thinking about it. Um, We'll have to kind of see how finances and all sorts of other complicated also, dynamics the go, week after the election it's the week after the election it's the week not after the week of the it's election. not the week of or i wouldn't go i wouldn't go i either. have to that go was such i have a to thing. vote in yeah. our election so well of uh, course you would vote you could vote early so but i was I at was desired really last last election and my vote was not counted because it was an absentee ballot they did not count because it was too you know whatever it was the discrepancy I mean, in, in, in wisconsin yeah. it didn't matter I don't, whatever. It's it's yeah. fine. I felt like my vote didn't count because I wasn't there. So it made me very stressed out and very sad. But I have to vote in person in this election on voting day. So it is I the week that. before. I am a junkie for <laughs> politics and elections. Mm-hmm. And the most difficult thought for me for going next year was thinking, I can't really be out of the country for that. No. I have to be here because be here. when we everybody is... In that moment of extreme tension in the evening of the election, I have to be with my political hardcore people mm-hmm. um, who may or may not be also my poly hardcore people. Right, right. There's a Venn diagram overlap, but and, it is not a circle. And I I want to be celebrating with friends, right? And I also think that going to Mexico, you know, five days after... Uh, we can be riding the high. A, lines, a landslide win for whoever um, on our team uh, is, is, I think that going to Mexico would be a great treat. And honestly, worst case scenario, it would be a great retreat away from horrible, depressing, apocalyptic futures. You know, so. so in 2016, I had scheduled a family trip to Disney World for the week after the election. And I was expecting it to be an exciting celebratory vacation. And it was definitely more, it wasn't a retreat, but it was a good way to connect with things that were still good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Children, fun, Mm -hmm. you know, like that. So this would be a different way of connecting. Mm -hmm. Things are still good. Yeah, I I would say that um, the election did not ruin my entire trip to Desire in 2016. But there was a full night and half of a day after, like the election, and then the day after where it was all in encompassing consuming of of almost everyone i've never seen so many people cry at a bar in paradise you know right and um naked people crying at a bar <laughs> seems like not it, it's the just goal. so depressing yeah. yeah but then there i think just being in that atmosphere and, and 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 being in such a like a a fun beautiful place you it was easy to just forget about 
America exists and just relax and and so that was very nice but I I have to I have to be here so I really really want to go mm -hmm. I think there are a few more conversations I have to have before sure. I can Absolutely. commit to going mm -hmm. but I really 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 <laughs> really 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 want to go yes and I think that it would be fun to interview some poly swingers. That would be at the, uh, so fun. Desire twenty. We could definitely so. have some we'll really fun conversations there. And I think we should get a Milwaukee contingent together. And or a Wisconsin everyone, yeah. contingent. Wisconsin, yes, yes, yes. We have people outside people. of mm -hmm. Milwaukee who we want to include. Yes. Who I think may also be listeners. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So uh, I also would like to just kind of like ask the podcasting audience now that we have. The ability to do phone interviews, if you would like to be on the podcast, let us know. You know, Email us at polyamoryuncensored at gmail.com. We could set something up. And if you have a, a topic in mind or you are maybe a specialist in some way or... If there's I, something you think we haven't covered that you wish we would cover. Yeah. Or something that we have covered where you think, yeah, but you know, you didn't talk about mm -hmm. X part of right. topic, whatever. Or I disagree with you and this is why or whatever yeah, the case absolutely. may be. Yeah. We would love that. So so contact us. And yeah, we, we, uh, we're looking forward to getting some out of state, not yeah. just Midwestern opinions on polyamory because I'm sure we do things differently here a little bit. And right. we have to, right? Yeah. Eight, eight months of the year is winter here. So like, <laughs> things Indoor are different. Indoor fun is yeah. very important to us. <laughs> yes. There's a, a, we in the Midwest had to experience the polar vortex, which maybe other people wouldn't know about, but it was very, very cold, like negative 40 degrees uh, last winter. For and like three days. Yes, yes. Uh, work and like everyone's job um, closed because people couldn't, be at a bus stop for long enough, like long enough to catch their bus without freezing and, right. and actually like, being hurt. Yeah, um, getting frostbite. So there were a lot of things. Schools that, were closed. School, oh, schools were closed for days and days at a time. So it was very disruptive. And um, uh, nine months later, which is about now, uh, there's a huge, <laughs> um, uh, like upswing of births. <laughs> so people got busy <laughs> during the polar vortex nine months ago. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah. As a late November baby myself, <laughs> um, I have heard that it was extremely crowded in the hospital on the day I was born with many people also doing that. So yeah. February of 19 yeah. was also probably one of those very cold, very cold. Midwestern. Got to get together. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so I feel like we have a different perspective on, uh, on, on things over here in the, the cold Cold and, part know, of America. We'd be but... happy to talk to people from other cold parts of America. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I have had a few outreach conversations with people in New England, and you know that they get cold there too. Sure, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, we would love to hear Boston some different had a perspectives. Pretty bad winter a couple of years they ago. They did, yeah, yeah, with like feet and feet and feet and feet <laughs> yeah. of snow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So wherever you are, we want to know what Polly's like for you. So, and you know, up. if you're listening to us internationally that would be super fun too yes yeah and we've had one now like last episode we our our interviewee was in canada so uh we have now had our uh, first international 
podcast episode, but I would love to speak to people from all over the world. And I know we have listeners. I We have analytics. It's like, there's there's one listener in New Zealand. There's one in, in Ireland. There's one in South Africa. And I'm like, oh my God, we're all over. Yeah, <laughs> this is so cool. Reach out. We'd love to yeah. interview you. That would yeah. be fantastic. So wherever you are, yes. It would be so fun if we could cover all of the continents. Antarctica seems like maybe a stretch, but it Probably. would still be awesome. Although poly long distance, you know, they, if That's there's anyone true. working in Antarctica. Yeah, I if bet. you're on the research station, <laughs> right? we would love to talk to you. What, you, what <laughs> is your spouse your doing? is in yes. the research station mm-hmm. and they don't want to out themselves by being interviewed, we would be happy to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. One piece of feedback I've seen is that people sometimes would like us to ask more questions and delve in a little more with some of our interviewees. Like when people talk about dealing with um, jealousy or dealing with adding a new partner to uh, nesting life or things like that, you know, where maybe because it hasn't seemed like a big deal to the person, we haven't dug in to verify that it's not a big deal to any of the people. Mm. Um, I think we've gotten pretty good at interviews but i think we could get better sure yeah well both of us aren't necessarily we don't have a background in interviewing or or, journalism uh, journalism, right i mean um the most i know about journalism is answer who what when where why and that's the entire (laughs) it's the entire like basis of our podcast so um so i think that i think we've definitely gotten better and i have found that even if someone is shy or even if someone is is it's it's hard for them to speak up and 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 open up i think from episode one to now i have developed an ability to get people to kind of open up to us and and talk and and bring things out of people and just talk about our own poly lives to get the conversation moving and and that has been something that's developed over time because um, I think that in the first couple episodes, it was much like I was okay. asking a lot of like yes or no questions, yeah. right? And then they'd answer and I'd be like, okay, uh, so what else? Um, you know, right. yeah. Whereas now I think it's, we can fill up an hour really easily, it feels like. And then I'm, I, I feel like, oh, some of this we could put into a second episode or, you know, we could, we can delve right. in Especially further. when we're interviewing someone else who's an extrovert, mm-hmm. but even when we're interviewing people who are maybe more naturally quiet, um, I do think that, yeah, it's, it's gotten a little bit easier to draw people out and get them talking about their lives. Yeah. Was there anything that surprised you over, um, like during this, these episodes or, or certain podcasts? I was surprised by the number of people who came to Polly through a very observantly religious identity, even mm, into absolutely. their adult lives. Yeah. Like, that's a common theme that, yeah. I had. was not expecting as many people to have that kind of background as the interviews have emerged with people having. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't think that. I mean, plenty of people in America are religious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense, but I just didn't expect it. So that was sort of a surprise. There was a slightly amusing surprise uh, after one of the episodes when we turned off the uh, audio recording and uh, the person who we had been talking to wondered why 
neither you nor they had disclosed that there was a relationship <laughs> that we were dating. <laughs> right. I'm not going to out that person because it was certainly not my business to do it. But that was a funny moment that was like, I yeah, mean, I was kind of surprised by the way that conversation didn't go too. <laughs> it didn't have anything to do with the podcast. So. It didn't. So, it yeah. was just funny. One of the episodes is one of my boyfriends. Right. So. Oh, see, Guess I didn't what? even I didn't even identify the gender. So, oh, whoops! Oh, well, <laughs> I was trying to be as anonymous <laughs> as I could, but you know, it's you, so you can mm-hmm. talk about. I feel like I hinted at it pretty strong, but uh, maybe only their wife noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I did think there were some hints, mm-hmm. but it was not over. Well, and I feel like so we've both interviewed partners. I've interviewed obviously. I've interviewed Rob. I've interviewed partners who are 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 more casual. And and you've interviewed your I've your interviewed partner, a partner yeah. and mm-hmm. and metamores and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that has been super and I've fun. interviewed metamore yeah um, yeah that's been really interesting I I love that because and and actually it's funny because every time I go on like a first date with somebody I'm like when do I get to interview from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even if it goes nowhere I'm like I kind of I just want to because I feel like. A, a, Especially if they're a fan of the podcast and they they've listened to the episodes, right. well, um, then they might know that you would be wondering about that. Right, right, right. right. And now they definitely do. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to do that. Um, I know that one of my partners um, is probably not in a situation where he would be comfortable with sure. that. Mm-hmm. Um, at least now, maybe mm-hmm. one day, um, it'd be fun to see if. My partner, who does not like to be identified as a partner and does not identify as Polly, <laughs> would like to be interviewed. It would definitely, we'd have to vary our questions a little bit, sure. but it mm-hmm. would be fun to kind of, I mean, he doesn't really identify as monogamous, but he might be a person who we could have a a, a bit of the Polly mono conversation with. Interesting. I, I'm going to explore that. Okay. Yeah, there are a couple of people in the group who say that they are interested in being in on the podcast, but their like voice is so recognizable and they don't, they're not out to everyone. And I'm like, do we have do I have the software technology to make your voice different? I don't think I do. I mean, technically I probably do, but I'd have to like go in and highlight every single time they talk and then maybe alter it somehow which would sound difficult. weird yes it would be difficult it's not impossible but it would probably sound like we were talking to oh i don't know something like with a when really deep those... baritone like uh what are those when the person is being interviewed on 2020 and right. they're in total darkness and they sound like right. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah so um i could probably do that but i don't i don't anticipate actually doing it ever well if any of those people would like to have a conversation about other options besides actually using like a weird synthetic voice. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd be happy because I clearly have learned that. I, I mean, I sort of knew I had a distinctive voice that mm-hmm, has come mm-hmm. up before in my life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I really am unable to avoid that knowledge mm-hmm. since we've been doing this for the last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have had concerns, so I would be happy to talk to folks who would, you know, like to think that through with someone else who has similar concerns. Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you worried about your voice being too recognizable, just let us know. We can maybe come up with a solution. Maybe we could have a translator kind of person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be weird, that but interesting. We'll voice recognition out. software and then somebody else can transcript read it. your <laughs> Surrey. Surrey will say it for you. That would be great. Alexa, please read this <laughs> podcast. 
and type everything out first and then oh that would be so much work that would be terrible yeah we don't, be i don't want to do that Mm-mm. it would lose the fun flow right. of the conversations yeah but it might be hilarious although too. i'm sure there is like a little like kid's toy where you can talk into it and it comes out really like high-pitched or different that's probably true like Mr. Microphone, uh, yes, do you remember those? Yes. <laughs> and I'm just thinking of how annoying that would be, but it could be really fun. Right. Um, it would be interesting to see how that played with our <laughs> cool mic setups and how right. beautiful everything sounds. Like, would it give us all those right. sounds? Right. That... And then we're talking to a robot or something, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, we might we'll want to keep an episode like that on the shorter side. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, otherwise, I, I guess, do you, I mean, let's let's end this episode by talking about goals. Ooh, yeah. yeah so here we are. We're a year old. Mm-hmm. We're wrapping up 2019. We're looking at a big 2020. It's mm-hmm. goal setting mm-hmm. time. Goals. So do you have any goals for the podcast in the next year? I do. Um, so I definitely want to get to some interviews of people that are a little bit higher recognition, uh, a name recognition. And not just because I find them really interesting people, which I do, but also I think that if they have podcasts and if they have books or if they have uh, things that we can promote, then they will promote us in kind. And that's pretty awesome. I just looked at our analytics this morning and we had 41,000 listens, which is mind boggling. It's so amazing. Yeah. But I think that you know, there's so many more people that we can reach. And I really do want to grow the podcast. And so I think that getting more people that also have podcasts and also have a, a fan base of listeners would help. And so um, so that's a, a somewhat selfish reason that I want to get we I just want to get our podcast out there. You know, I want to, I want more people to hear us. I want more well, people know to know about cool, us. Kind of related to that. I would love us to do some more book Uh, related interviews absolutely i mean i this book that i'm reading now and it is very there's a lot of uh, focus on polyamory again it's ask edited by kitty striker and i mean kitty striker is an amazing and i'm pretty sure polyamorous though i would have to double check with that queer porn star writer uh, activist amazing that would be very cool Uh, that would be amazing to interview them and i have some like being that we I work in a sex toy store and we talk about we talk to educators all the time to do classes at in our store I have some connections so yeah. like maybe I can pull some strings here or there so uh, I'm definitely going to try in the next year to get get myself out there get asking more people and you know take no's graciously but at the same time You're how do you grow get yeah no's if you don't ask yes exactly so th- those are one of my goals. I also really want to do a live episode. So and all of this equipment that we have is portable technically. So um, so maybe putting together a a show that's half entertainment, half live podcast, half panel or class or who knows what. Oh yeah, um, we've talked about panel possibilities. Yeah, and that would be really fun too. And in fact, there was so I, one of the topics I didn't talk about before that I really want to get into that we have not talked about really extensively is unicorn hunting. It is it's a it's a big issue slash like goal. I don't know what like in the community a lot of a lot of people start opening up their relationship, hoping to find a unicorn. And a lot of people who've been in the community for years have been unicorn hunted. And it's this huge dichotomy of the hunters and the hunted and the people who find it problematic and the people who find it fine. And 
I want to interview all of them. And a lively discussion on that would be amazing. Exactly, yeah. I was thinking about maybe having a panel of people who are either unicorns, uh, consensual unicorns, people who have been unicorn hunted and, and hated it, um, people who are unicorn hunters, you know, and, and maybe just have a discussion, a civil discussion, because right. sometimes those can get very, especially on Facebook, where people are, you know, anonymous. Uh, they can get uncivil very fast. And I, having been in multiple positions there, I feel I have a lot of feels and I have a lot of questions and I think that it would be a really fun discussion. Could also be really cool live, but doesn't have to be. It could all be in my bedroom with the pod <laughs> the pod nook. That's totally fine too. So that would be super cozy. Yes. <laughs> oh god, yeah. The unicorn hunters would definitely find They have to sit on each other's lap. <laughs> sit on the floor. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I, I wanna do that. So a panel of some kind, um, Someone also talked to me about maybe doing a panel on like the difficulties of dating, but from different perspectives, um, which I think is a really cool idea. So, and you know, we had a great conversation last year in our local poly group about dating and trying to date inexpensively. Yeah, on a budget. And I yeah. think some of those like on a budget conversations would be really fun too. Like we've been talking about, oh, we all really want to go on this super ridiculously expensive trip to Mexico, which right. would be amazing. But what? If, if you're trying to save your money to go to Mexico, you mm -hmm. need to date on the cheap for yeah. the year leading up to it. Absolutely. And how do you do that? And how do you do that? Yeah, I think that that would be a really fun episode too. Um, so yeah, so I have a lot of a lot of goals in mind and things that I don't think would be too hard to do. So they're they're not lofty goals in my opinion. I think that they are very achievable goals. So I'm excited about that. Terrific. Yeah. I don't know that I have such specific goals, <laughs> but I haven't really. I wasn't thinking about goals sure. until about five minutes ago. Um, but I do, I would love for us to maintain the schedule that we've had um, and maybe even try to do a little bit more. Uh, but definitely like we've uh, had a good steady rollout and mm -hmm. I want to keep that momentum going because um, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think adding in a couple special episodes every now and then that's not on the every two week schedule is would be nice. Um I but know yeah, it's a lot of work for you. Oh, so I, I don't want to you know. dump a whole lot of extra work on you. But. but they are fun, and every time, and every time I publish an episode, I get a little high. So you know, it's like okay, it well, is nice. Yeah. Help, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get a little like charged that I'm like mm, another episode is live. Yay! It's like a little project, and every time I'm having a little baby or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could get that. Mm -hmm. I can get that. I think because I am so like. I, I am very goal oriented and I, I do have so many projects all the time. Every time I finish or accomplish something, it's that satisfaction of, of marking the, the checkbox on the to-do list. It's so satisfying. And because I'm such a to-do list kind of person, I'm like, oh, so nice. I just, I did it. It's good. It's done. I'm so happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did it. It's done. It's out in the world. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to touch it again, hopefully ever again. Hopefully. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, All so right. I think those are some good goals. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations on a full year of podcasting. And congratulations to you too. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> and thank you all for listening to us because we would absolutely not have been able to do this without the tremendous support of our community of both real life and listening life people. Yeah, thank you so much for everyone who has been uh, – 
Well, a listener for sure, because we wouldn't probably, well, I would still do it without listeners, but also <laughs> it, it does definitely help uh, that we have listeners. But thank you so much for everyone who has been a guest on our podcast, because you guys have obviously done this for free, sometimes maybe in as, as an expense to you because you had to come to my house to do it. And uh, and it's been so lovely chatting with everyone. And yeah. Absolutely. 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 And I've made some closer friends because some of these people I I knew only their name or I've met like once or twice at a polysocial and then I got to have sit down and have an hour long discussion with them and be like, wow, now I know about your parents and now I know about your um, the way you grew up and your partners. And I had no idea you were dating X, Y and Z or whatever, you know, and so that has been really fun. And yeah, I, I feel a lot closer to my community and I feel that. I hope people feel a little bit more uh, close to me and and they can open up to me and maybe come to me if they want to talk. I want to 100% echo everything you just said. Absolutely. That that has been the most amazing part of this is the connecting with people who have agreed to come and talk with us. And I hope to continue. And getting to know you better too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like when we started – just meeting to talk about the podcast in the beginning. I'd only met you maybe a handful of times at right. parties and socials. And yeah, other than, yeah, we didn't know very, we no. didn't know much about each other. So <laughs> I feel like we definitely learned through the first couple episodes um, more about each other than we had ever talked about previously. So that was really interesting too. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Definitely. Thanks. And that is it from us at Polyamory Uncensored. We have been Lindsay Miller and Katie Williams. We'd like to thank podcast husband Rob for being our sound engineer. And thank you, Lindsay, for editing this podcast so that we sound smart. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Polyamory Uncensored. Contact us at polyamoryuncensored at gmail.com if you have a listener question or a comment. And if you'd like to support us at all, you can send us a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash polyamoryuncensored and simply click on the support this podcast button. If you'd like to support the podcast with a one-time contribution, we've set up a PayPal link to make it super easy. Thank you for your support in any amount at paypal.me slash polyamoryuncensored. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and remember, we love you. Bye.